there's a lot of backtracking, but a lot of trying to figure out where we're at in terms of Batman's Bat tracking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nerd On. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Nerd On, the podcast you didn't need but deserve, where all levels of nerd are welcome. And, and we what? are wearing hockey pads today. We are? Is we are? Right? We are. To hide sort my of. raging nerd on, because today is the day <laughs> we do some comic books, baby! Finally, Ooh. after much anticipation. Burr, 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 burr. Our first comic book episode. That's very strange. This yeah. is going to be like... This is hush, wow. Hush, we're hush, almost hush, hush. We're going to be talking about it soon. We're we're almost thirty episodes in. Oh shit! We finally did a comic book. Yay! Yay. We we're officially nerds now. Yeah. We're officially nerds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tom Can we have so our nerd happy. cards back? <laughs> you know what this means, Tom? That means I'm, we got to do a thing episode soon. I was going to say that means I'm gone. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're done. Does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're out. But if you uh, haven't already seen the thumbnail. And it hasn't already been downloaded to your uh, podcast. You just app. blindly download our things. Yes. Nerd on uh, Roulette. I was going to say podcast roulette. Yes. Uh, we are covering something that was released in December of 2002. So this is really oh, wow. old. I thought it was this is really yeah, right. old. Uh, oh we are my covering. God, it's really old. <laughs> <laughs> it's ancient. It's... Oh, my God. So yeah, people who were born in 2002 are now. That's 16 years old. Did they yeah. have color ink back then? <laughs> <laughs> they did. Is this one of them talkies? It is. Uh, we're covering Batman Hush. Ooh. Mm. The two-part volumes of the first appearance of the character Hush. Uh-huh. Uh, so before we got started, I just want to give you guys a little bit of the know-how, the brief history of... Batman. Uh, Batman. <laughs> uh, he is a Bruce Wayne. The who brief history... Parents. Of the world. <laughs> this might take me a little while, but... In July of 1939, Detective Comets issued... No, I don't know all that With shit. those purple gloves? Purple gloves. Case purple of, ass gloves. Case of the crime... Uh, chemical syndicate? No. Uh, so this was uh, one of the first big Jim Lee storylines that was created. And the thing was that he didn't technically like write the whole thing. He For those wrote, at home who don't know who Jim Lee is. Jim Lee is now like the big head honcho of all DC creative comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, he helped co-create uh, DC Universe Online. Uh, he's noted as probably the best anime, like writer or, i uh, sorry, artist for DC right now. And the thing is, at first when you like apply to go work for DC, they said, hey, learn how to draw better hands and then come back to us. Draw better hands? <laughs> draw better hands. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> and he got notably most famous for the fact that he gave Batman tracks on his boots before they used to be just a little like, like slip on boots, like little, like little, little no Peter, traction, yeah, like little flats, Peter Pan yeah. flats, and now they have like the little boot like looking squares on the bottom, and of they're it. very evident in Hush. Yes, which is awesome, and I love, and I think if you haven't seen a Jim Lee like Batman, then you live under a rock. But you mm. know what? You are welcome here too because you listen to us. Yep. So <laughs> but this um, is how you can learn no, to go check we, them out. <sighs> Tom, they are not welcome here just because they listen to us. They're welcome no matter what. But also, if they're listening to us. They probably are a nerd. That's true. And they're some level of nerd. That's true. If they don't listen to us, they're probably maybe not a nerd or not a nerd yet. True. But back to the top. Semantics. <laughs> um, written by oh, Jeff. Hush. Jeff <laughs> written by Jeff Lowe, penciler with Jim Lee, uh, also inker with Scott Williams, uh, and colorist with Alex Sinclair. These are the names that you'd see on those trade paperbacks that we all love to read. Uh, so, does your own trade paperbacks to comic? Yes, trade paperbacks are the comics. Uh, but yeah, so talking about this story specifically, we got to kind of know, orient ourselves where we are in the Batman timeline. Mm-hmm. This uh, is, uh, disclaimer, this is not part continuity-wise, part of the... Rebirth, New 52, whatever continuity you're on, this is technically... It's a, a standalone. It's completely separate. 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 separate thing. Think of it like Dark Knight Returns. It's a great story that we love, but it's not part of any of the continuities. Yeah. But it took place during it. It's a run? It's a run. Exactly. What'd you say? But it used to be a part of continuity, correct? It used to be, yeah. And then they were like, eh, fuck it, let's do yeah. something else. Yeah, because it was a first intro. It was like Batman 600 and 609, 619. Yeah, and it was the first appearance of Hush, which is one of the newer villains, which a lot of people really love. 
so in the timeline at this point, Batman has his own rogues gallery, right? Uh, he has been introduced to Poison Ivy. Him and Superman and the Justice League have a relationship. Uh, Jason Todd, the second Robin, has been murdered already. By Joker. By Joker. Mm-hmm. Um, and Barbara Gordon is not... It has been. Has yeah. been. Has been. She's, uh, Oracle. she's Oracle. Put in a wheelchair and is now the Oracle. Also by Joker. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Tim Drake is now the third Robin. He's there. Yep. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. Selena Kyle and him have a romantic lo- like connection. On but, again, off again. But not really. She's been gone for a while. Not really. And I'm dating the episode. At this point, Batman has proposed to Catwoman. Mm-hmm. Um, so it completely shows a little bit of the budget. Not in not in this comic, but in yeah. the continuity wise. In, at this in point. rebirth. Yeah. So there's there's a lot of backtracking, but a lot of trying to figure out where we're at in terms of Batman's backtracking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God. Oh hush. Yes. So we need to have like an award for like the best like joke of the episode, oh. and then when somebody has a really me. great pun, I like that. The punny. Give it to them. We'll give it the punny. The punny awards. Yeah. Well, uh, it's got, we got to come up with a really good pun for the award. Yeah. <laughs> uh, at this point, Bat, uh, Nightwing is a thing. So mm-hmm. Dick has now become Nightwing yep. in Bloodhaven. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think I'm missing anything else that are super big. No. Oh, uh, Two-Face. Two-Face is now... Has been he, surgically repaired. So, I mean, that's that's part of the storyline, but... Yeah, Two-Face we don't know that going in. Yeah. 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 Um, but he's, out, he's out of the picture. On. But the other, yeah. other rogue Should gallery... Should we have a spoiler alert on this one? No. This no. Is 2016 years, man. When something is over a year old. No. Well, <laughs> yeah. That's your fault. But also... Well, well especially though, if it's over 15. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what I will say, though, is if you're at all interested in Batman comics, definitely go out and pick it up. Yes. Yeah. Read it. It's a great... How did you get your copy, Mr. Ollie? Tom gave it to me. Ah. Uh, for Crema. How'd I get for my Crimas. copy? I let you borrow mine. Yeah. <laughs> I let you borrow my two signed Jim Lee oh, man. trade paperbacks. I oh, no. was so mad at him, too, because I was like, I'll just go pick it up at the comic book store. He's like, no, I'll just let you lend, I'll lend you mine. And I was like, oh, dope. So we go to his house, and he pulls out these autographed copies. And I was like, I don't want to touch these, man. You just gave me so much responsibility. <laughs> but I loved it. I, I read both of them in one night. <laughs> so let's go around the horn, I guess, and just do some initial reactions, I guess. Like, cool. yeah. what do we what do? we Do we love it? Do we not? Do we hate it? What do you guys think? Uh, all in favor of loving it, say aye. 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 Josh. I, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was well, watching. Preface, I was like, mm. because Tom said um, this is going to be one of those episodes that there aren't a lot of qualms. And he said, if you have qualms, you, you die. will die. That's so, it. No more chance you die. Yes. That's it. So uh, I'll I'll start us off. Yeah. Please. Um, do it. Talk to me. So Talk nerdy to me, baby. I loved this. I loved it. Awesome. Just loved it. Um, it is everything I wanted. And maybe it's just because it's like this point in my life. But I, this is what I want out of out of Batman, of yes. any consumption of Batman. I don't want any more origin stories. I don't want any more, like, pre-Robin stuff. Yeah. Like, that's all we're getting now. Or, like, I want post. I want this timeline. I even want, like, after Drake. Yeah. You know? Like, that's what get, I'm get, interested give me in. Give me Damian Wayne. Yeah. It was a while back we were watching. Tim, uh, Tim becomes. Tim Drake Red, becomes Red, Red Robin. Robin. Yeah. And we, he leads the Titans. Exactly, yeah. We were watching uh, my roommate and I. No longer roommate, but at the time, like a couple weeks ago before I just moved, he, uh, we were watching through all the sort of Damien, uh, Damien Wayne's like movies, animated like, stuff, like, Bad yeah, Blood, Justice League versus Son Team, of Batman, Team, Team yeah. Titan, all that yeah. stuff. And I was like, this would be a great, I would love to see like a CW show, mm-hmm. like maybe have like a Nightwing CW show, yeah, and then like have that for a while and then that lead in. I know you don't like the CW shows. Oh, no, no, no. I I was going to add to it. I was like, I would actually watch that. Okay. I really like Nightwing But then have that, like, start with Nightwing, lead into a post-Robin era for Batman. Have, like, a Batman show. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I would love that. So, I I mean, I just want to add a little bit on top of it. You probably really like some of the new 52 stuff, which is not part of the new continuity. But what it does is that Batman's out of the picture for a little bit. And Robin is Damian Wayne, who's like... Daughter of Talia, son of daughter, son of Talia al Ghul, who's super mm-hmm. assassiny and wants to kill yep. people. And you have Dick Grayson being Batman, and Dick Grayson's known as being like the jokester, being mm-hmm. very lighthearted and believing in people. And so you have him being Batman, and you have the serious Robin, which is a complete flip of what normal Robin yeah. and Batman yeah. are. So a lot of people really, really loved that dynamic and love seeing Damien and love seeing like some kind of goofy mm-hmm. sidekick partner with Robin. But, really. Yeah, but getting back to Hush. I love the way that it was kind of like, it's not burdened with having to do any of that stuff. The world's already set up. It's good to go. It has a chance to really dig deep. 
and like explore the character of Batman, explore like like this facet of him now that he's like, you know, has to find love and what does he do with that? You know, what does he do when that stuff comes into question or gets threatened by outside forces, et cetera, et cetera. So I really enjoyed those, like, kind of diving in deeper into the character. But also brings in, like, good past origin stuff that's yeah. not technically part of Martha and Thomas Wayne dying. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. It, and that's, I think, what initially got me hooked in the beginning. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a great story all around, but seeing... Bruce as a kid outside the context of Crime Alley. Outside seeing parents getting shot. Yeah. It was really cool. Intriguing and really cool to see that like he had a friend and he was like a fucking, he was a kid. Yeah. He was a kid. He was a child who had friends, liked to play war, uh, stuff like that. Um, And I I really loved the way the art was done for the flashbacks too. mm -hmm. Like that scene where they go to Metropolis and and they they see see Green Green Lantern. Is Green Lantern or Green Guardsman? Uh, it was green. I, I think it was Green Lantern. Green Lantern. It's, Green Lantern. Yeah. So it's yeah. the white-haired one, okay. Yeah, and he's got the red, yeah. reddish suit, like the oh. OG oh, Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of seeing that that Bruce Wayne uh, had a taste of what superheroes represent and what their symbols mean to people and kind of seeing how that affected him once Wrong. he became Batman and he's like, the symbols, everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was so drawn in by all that. Yeah, It was great because... It goes back to, I think, I don't know, I really love what you say, Ollie, where it's like, it feels like it's a world lived in. Yeah. And it's like, heroes have existed before Batman and yeah. Superman. It's just that they're known as the world's yeah. finest. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. Mr. Josh, Josh I, any initial? I want to say one last thing about the art. <sighs> no, I'm just kidding. Before, before Josh <laughs> talks. Because there were some things in the, I think it's the second part, where they pay homage to a lot of homage. Really, Homage. 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 Uh, to a lot of older, very popular comics. But it's it's like there's the image of Batman carrying Jason Todd. Mm-hmm. But it's not quite the exact drawing. It's like a recreation of like a memory of it. Not the death of, mm-hmm. you mean, right? Yeah, where he's yeah, like yeah. holding him. And he's crying, yeah. There's the, the, the redoing of Joker shooting Barbara. There's mm-hmm. the redoing of Joker killing Jason Todd. And it's like... But Jim Lee's beautiful drawn handwork. In right. He captures yeah. the essence of the original so you know exactly the frame in what panel they're talking about. Mm-hmm. But it's got his own taste on oh, it. Yeah. And I I looked at that page for like a half hour. I was just like, this is beautiful. You broke the spine of my trade paper I did. Bag. <laughs> and I was like... Yeah, I, signed, I signed over his name <laughs> yeah. with, I'm not wearing hockey pants. Oh... <laughs> And there it is. Lock it in tight. So, Josh, what do you think? 12 minutes, 30 seconds. I'm getting earlier and earlier. I'm just going to start opening. It's just going to be... I loved it. I... Everybody at home playing the Nerd on Home game, you will know that I have not read a lot of comic books in my life in terms of the superhero franchises. I've read a lot of, like, the Vertigos. It's, and, uh, multi- mm-hmm. Plural is franchises. Franchises. <laughs> um, French fries. Yeah, French fries. Um, I've read a lot of, like, you know, Walking Dead, Why the Last Man, Preacher, those kinds of comic Actually, books. adult books. Adult books, yeah. Because yeah. I am a grown man. No, grown I'm ass man. Um, but I have read, I want to say that the comic Comic book. The only superhero comic book that I've ever read before this My was... Little Pony. Thank you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's a superhero book. Come on. They're ponies. And I they colored have, in the lines. They have powers. Yeah. They do. Um, they do have powers. Like Care Bears. I think it was... Uh, it's when Batman's older. Dark Knight Returns? Returns? Dark Knight Returns. Mm-hmm. That was the only superhero... Jinx, you owe me your uh, soda. Jinx, you owe me your soul. I mean soda. <laughs> My line. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it was fun to, comic books are interesting to me because it is, it, it, the runs are all different. It's very interesting. It's like, oh, this is their take on it, but I loved it. I just thought it was a lot of fun to just see, because again, I didn't know all of the nuances of backgrounds and who's died and blah, blah, blah. I mean, I Mm -hmm. knew that Bruce Wayne's parents died. I mean, come on, who doesn't? (laughs) Idiots. People born Idiots. in 2002, apparently. But yeah. <laughs> Why were they in Crime Alley? It's in the name. Gosh. Um, <laughs> Let me just take my six-year-old kid down Crime Alley. <laughs> Come it used on. to be called Fun Alley. They renamed it after. <laughs> um, so, no, I, I really dug it. I mean, I, I loved uh, the Superman, Batman. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Can we talk about that for a minute, actually? We will, we will in favorite parts. Okay, okay. okay. Favorite parts. This is just okay. initial reaction. Gotcha, gotcha. I, just, I, I really enjoyed it. I love the artwork. I liked how gritty it was. Um, when did you read it? Um, I read it actually a few months ago. Okay. Um, for the first time? For the first time. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I think you had mentioned it 
so many fucking times on our show that I was like, I'm going to check this out. So I did. Good for I you. I don't mention it. I grab people by the shirt, lift them by the wall, and it's like, you need to fucking watch this motherfucking You need to read yeah. Hush. You want to get your mind fucking blown right now? So, uh, yeah, I, I dug it. I got it on uh, Comixology. Uh, hashtag nice. not sponsored yet. Not sponsored. Not sponsored. Yeah. Shout out to Comixology. Um, but yeah, we, uh, I read that and we, that being me and my alter ego, the royal, uh-huh. the royal um, we, the royal we, um, <laughs> I enjoyed it. I, I really, really loved it. I didn't have a, I'll just get my qualms out of the way. I didn't have any qualms. Yeah. There we go. I really didn't. Like I, we discussed in several episodes back what, what makes something like perfect, perfect. And if uh-huh. you can't change it, there's nothing I would change about it. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah I don't think there's. <laughs> I'll, maybe I'll find it when we start analyzing I'm more. Losing. But I, right now, I don't think I have any qualms myself. But I, let's. Uh, do you want a brief synopsis? I want to go into what I got initial reactions. Oh, okay. First, I thought sir. you did. I mean, no. Excuse me, sir. I think yours are pretty biased at this point. Well, I want to. I want to talk a little <laughs> no, bit about like how I got into it. Right. Yeah, so please. I mean, like, yeah. Opposite of Josh, like comic books to me were like my parents didn't let me like really collect them. Like my first ever comic, I think was. Batman and Spider-Man meeting, and the Joker and Carnage were like working together, and it was one of these like uh, so like raised Weird. embossed like comics with the head raised yeah. like yeah, images yeah. were raised up, and so this had like the Tim Burton looking Batman, mm. and um, like I'm gonna to look me, it up right now to me animated like the Batman animated series was Batman to me, and then Val Kilmer, mm-hmm. Thurketh. Uh, and <laughs> do you like the circus? Uh, and I thought that was it. And the, to me, like that became the camp. That was like what my childhood was. And reading Hush for the first time was my like that was to me the adult version, the adult look at this. So when people say like, "Oh, comic books are for kids and stuff like that," for me, like comic books, like getting into it really was starting to become my adulthood. Like reading these darker storylines of like people dying, people becoming paraplegics and stuff like that. Like, yeah. it became really intense stuff and in how, like, they mm-hmm. had to overcome these, like, hum- like realistic human um, struggles and persevere. And, like, the superpowers are more of, like, another burden. Um, well, that's something about Batman that I've always loved is, like, Batman, I mean, yes, it's gritty as shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is dark. And, I mean, it's kind of a noir kind of thing, but it's, he doesn't have superpowers. Yeah. He has to deal with life but like if he's jumping off a building or something like that, it's really fucking scary. He yeah. doesn't have powers. He has some. Yeah, he, he has gadgets. He, he, he cracks his head open. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. yeah. In this one, he basically almost dies. Yeah. And the, he gets a skull fracture. Yeah. And the thing is, like, for me, like with all, you, you know, you always do the fights like, oh, how does Batman side and fight? And to me, like Superman in the in the status quo of us being the par, he's so, like way above par in terms of like how great and the things that he has to do, like he has to survive and that's, and the trauma that he goes through is pretty much his power. The fact that he always overcomes everything and always finds a way without having to kill somebody. And the thing is like, it, cause he is human. He is the peak What's of What's that human. line Batman has about him and Superman? Um, and it's my favorite fucking line. And we go as a little bit about our favorite parts of like, you know, deep, like Superman gets mind controlled by poison Ivy and is attacking Bruce Wayne, Batman and Catwoman. They're trying to escape. And Superman is coming in hard. He's flying in. He's punching. He's doing his ice breath, everything like that. And his laser vision and his everywhere. laser vision everywhere. And the thing is... He's fucking shit up. And Batman has saying. his inner monologue, which is something that you'll never get in a movie. And no. that's the th- sad thing. Is that you'll never get this in a movie where he's having this inner monologue. He's like, he can kill me in, if he wanted to end this really quickly. But th- the thing about Superman and Clark Kent, deep down inside, he's a good guy. And deep down, I'm not. Yeah. And that's when like Bruce Wayne, like Batman hits him with the kryptonite ring. And like it's like, a fucking haymaker, and, too. Yeah. Like <laughs> everything he has. All his, his entire body weights. And it's it, like those little small snippets of that's where you learn where the character is. And it's something where film has to achieve that. It makes it crazy. And that's why the comic book, I love this. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, getting this comic book for the like, first time, I went to like, it was Wednesday. I got the comic and one you year. You remember the day? It was Wednesday. Every Wednesday. Uh, okay. In my, Never mind. In, There's in a reason for that. Okay. Was comic book Wednesday. And okay. going to uh, uh, San Francisco WonderCon, I didn't expect Jim Lee to be there. And then I, I saw him there. I was like, holy shit, I got these you know, comics. And then I had him sign it, which was crazy to think. And I, you know, I had to thank my friend Curtis, who got me into it. All shout out to Curtis, who literally got me into like comic books and like gave me this gift. And stuff like that. So, but yeah, with um, great power comes great responsibility, responsibility. and good and good <laughs> yeah. signatures and autographs. Um, so, brief synopsis of the yeah. story for everyone that's at home. 
You could listen to this while you go pick it up and buy it, buy it on Amazon or buy it on Comixology. They're actually the same accounts. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, they are. Makes it easy. So it starts out with, uh, like Corey was mentioning, a bit of a flashback. You know, you see Bruce Wayne and Thomas Elliot. Um, I'm jumbling it up a little bit because yeah. it's been a while, and Corey had my copy for a long time. I did. Um, but it kind of starts out, Batman is Batman. He There's no origin around this app, but it talks about his relationship with Thomas Elliot, who was a child... You know, they had a childhood together. They were both rich and stuff like that, but they had different lives completely. Uh, Batman is trying to save this kid who's been kidnapped, kidnapped by, yeah. by Killer Croc. And this yep. Killer Croc is dope. This Killer Croc doesn't look like what you got in he's Suicide Squad. He's fucking huge. He's a monster. Yeah. He's got a tail. He's just gigantic thing. He's a croc. Um, but I the, remember reading it going, I don't remember Killer Croc looking like this, but yeah. he's giant. Cool. That's the, how I want Killer Croc to look. It reminds me of that that movie where they had each different directors. Mm-hmm. There's that Killer Croc oh, sequence Knights, where yeah. he was... Dope. Yeah. Like I was like, I'm kind of rooting for Croc. The thing, the thing, <laughs> the thing about Killer Croc is that it, he's a mutate. He's mutating. Mm-hmm. He lived under the sewers. He lived in the sewers and stuff like that. Sad and, story. And yeah, he he had the skin infection. Is there thing. a good um, like origin story? No. Like, oh, that's how he became Killer Croc. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is especially sad. Killer Croc. I'm just saying. I think that's a prerequisite. You have to have a tragic story for your origin. Yeah. Um, but he's going after Killer Croc, and he, he, you know, there's a ransom. He's, like, fighting Killer Croc, and he's trying to save this kid. And at the end of it all, Killer Croc is apprehended, and then Catwoman makes off with the money. Uh, chases Catwoman off, and, you know, they have this little flirtation running thing, and then something cuts his, his line. He falls down. Uh, he cracks his head open. Even people try to get to his uh, body, but they can't. Huntress comes and saves him. Well, Oracle puts out a call to call. the Bat family. Bat family. So, so whoever's close to he falls. Where does he fall? He falls in Crime Alley. Yeah, yep. and everyone's encroaching on him with knives and muggers and stuff. Which like I that. love because you see the bit of the tech in the suit, right? Mm-hmm. You see the little panels open up with the air, and you see if someone touches. It's electrocuted. The, yeah, they become electrocuted. Um, so they kind of did in Dark Knight. Yeah. Um, and what happens with uh, Huntress? Huntress is kind of, like, known as, like, the femme fatale. She's someone that's, like, I'm not going to play by your rules, but I'm still going to fight for the good guys, but I can, I'm going to kill people. Yeah. So she, Her scene was actually kind of comical, too. Yeah. Well-written and comical. Um, so there's a bit of a tumultuous relationship between Batman and uh, Huntress. Anyways, goes it, back— It to, ends with that line where Oracle says, he'll want to thank you in person, and she goes, I won't hold my breath. Yeah. Oh, here's me holding my breath. Mm-hmm. I like uh, that line. Yeah. <laughs> Helena. Uh, and end up in the Batcave. Bruce has, uh, you know, can't communicate. His brain's cracked open. And Alfred's like, doing surgery on him. So he taps out in Morse code. Morse code, Thomas <laughs> Elliot. And yeah. he knows that Alfred will know it because Alfred served in the military. Mm-hmm. And then plus Alfred, you know, has raised Bruce, so he knows who he's talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they have to make this cool pops, this faux pas story of like a billionaire crashes his car or whatever yeah. crap. And then Thomas Elliot, you know, does surgery on Bruce Wayne. Um, he's out. He's safe. Uh, help me. What's else is going on right now? Um, about a weeks. weeks uh, later. You see, you see, um, Catwoman brings the money from the to ransom poison to Ivy. Poison Ivy, and she's under her spell. Poison Ivy says no man or woman can resist. Mm-hmm. Um, so really, she tricked, uh, she tricked her to give her the money, Still and uh, then it kind of flashes forward. Bruce Wayne is back in the suit, even though Alfred's like, you probably need to rest, but I know you won't. No big deal. He's like, I need to. They no stage a. They stage a, uh, a a false escape for Croc, because Batman wants to watch where he goes. Yeah. He so he puts a tracker him. on Croc in Arkham, and there's a. They they he thinks he breaks out, but Got they it. let him go. And then um, they follow Croc back to uh, a Ivy's. place where Ivy was supposed to meet with Catwoman, and it kind of pins where Krilla Croc is now going to take. At out this Catwoman. point, Catwoman is no longer under the spell, so we think. Yes. She's she's like aware that Cat. Uh, Poison Ivy used her, mm-hmm. uh, and she's trying to tell Croc, like, I don't have the money. She used me. And then Croc's like, you know what? I'm going to fucking kill you anyway yes. because I needed that money. He wanted the money to, to actually uh, get medication. Because actually, he's evolving. Mm-hmm. He's devolving technically yeah. more and more into a monster. Cro- yes. Right. Um, and that's, like, I think I love about Superman, uh, Superman, Batman villains, that in all essence, they are kind of just, like, hurt people and that they all are trying to find some kind of solace in Well, you life. said it best, too, that... And I might have been on here as well. They're, They're each sl- part of Bruce. They're all slices part of, of Batman. Him. And and Batman always tries to s- appeal to their humanity. And every time he doesn't save them, it's kind of like hurting him because it fa- it feels like he can't save himself. Yeah. Um, yep. So with with Croc, uh, Batman shows up, saves Catwoman, uh, and I think Croc he shoots him off the building with mm-hmm. a grappling, um, and then they decide to team up. 
they Catwoman and Bat- Batman decide to team up for the first time. And this is kind of a big premise of the Hush is that Batman, you know, things are kind of going in his life where he has a bat family. Like he's trying to create a dent in crime and everything like that. And what he's finding out that he has this vacuum of like having a significant other, someone that actually understands him. Mm-hmm. And uh, Catwoman is someone that kind of fills that void. Yeah, because so. he's been alone, you yeah. know. Uh, and is that the scene where they now they're now they're going to Metropolis? Yeah. At so, some point, I, they yeah. just go to Metropolis. Bruce Wayne goes to Metropolis because he owns the Daily Planet. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and he goes and visits uh, Lois Lane, and anything they're trying to get if there's any if there, anyone any reports of Ivy or anything like yeah. that in town, and they think they got one. Um, and so suddenly he gets. Oh, 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 when he gets there in the airport, Thomas Elliot's there. Thomas Elliot's there, yeah. Uh, and doesn't Thomas Elliot stop by at one point, too? And um, Alfred's like, he's busy. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, he trusts the, yeah. Thomas Elliot comes and makes these little cameos. And these are important because it's kind of showing, like, who's this character Thomas Elliot? Before, you know, we know, you know, we know Martha Wayne, we know Thomas, we know Bruce, we know Alfred. But yeah. who's the hell is Thomas Elliot? And so he, they meet in the cab, they share a cab. Mm-hmm. And he says, I don't care about anything that you're doing. I care if you're taking care of yourself. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Bruce, of course, says, yeah, whatever. Meets with Lois, and then Catwoman pages in because she's seen Ivy. Yeah, we see one of the flashbacks because now we're in Metropolis, and it talks about Thomas Elliot and Bruce went in, like, seeing— As kids. Uh, the Green Green Lantern. Fighting so, some f- the Frost guy. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, it shows a little bit of a past that they shared. So it seems logical at this point for the reader, like, oh— Bruce Wayne has people in his back pockets who'll be like, oh, I have Lucius Fox for tech. I have Thomas Elliot to, like, help me with brain surgery. Yeah. I was just going to say Clark what I— Clark pokes his head up. Mm. <clears throat> hmm? Clark? Yeah. yeah. Pokes his head up. Yep. I, I was just going to say that I really liked the—just real quick because we're, we're going here. Um, I really liked the the flashbacks because Bruce Wayne wasn't always, like, this sad Hard guy. Hard-boiled dude. Yeah. yeah he mm-hmm. was he was a kid that played and, you know, did that kind of stuff. And yeah, then I he, mean, that's what I was saying earlier is it's nice to see him as a kid not in the context of being shot in an alleyway. Yeah. Uh, he has humanity. Yeah. Um, or I guess if you're going with the Flashpoint timeline, he was shot in the alleyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then, so he, she's on a moving train. Batman swoops down in a dope panel yeah. where he's behind Catwoman on this moving train and she's like, um, I tracked her here, but I need you to know. I forget what, what was the exact wording she said. I don't Something know. Something along the lines of like, "I need you to trust me. Uh, yeah. I want to. I want to get to her first. She used me. No one violates me like that." And they had kissed before this mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. Bruce is silent and he's like, uh, "We kissed. I don't really know how to be around you at this point. All that kind of stuff." Um, so they had kissed that night after uh, she was saved from Crock. Yeah. So he's kind of awkward and around there's, her. And there's a really iconic picture of them yeah. in the blue and it's, it's fucking it's the, beautiful. The, he, the, he's awkward around her because he doesn't he hasn't had this sort of relationship before. Well now he's letting mm-hmm. someone get close and yeah. he has someone actually to worry about. Like with all the other Robins he never really had to worry about them because they were partners and then Jason Todd was murdered. That was his like big failure yeah, is that and, he let someone get close to him and that was Yeah and then he, he you know Jason Todd was always a good soldier and then Barbara got shot mm-hmm. and so it's like the people around him got hurt. And Gordon's wife? Yeah. And yeah. so like it, it's tough for him to like try to rationalize having anyone close to him and lucky enough Dick you know Nightwing had left. Yeah. He went to Bloodhaven. Uh, and then, um, so they find Ivy, and Catwoman starts to attack her first, and then Batman comes in, and she's like, oh, you brought your champion, mm, I, I brought, brought mine. mine. And then before we see Such anything, cool reveal. We, hear a boom. we hear a rumble, and Batman, before we see anything, goes, not him, not, not now. Man. And it's fucking yep. Superman. That's where is, the commercial break would be? Yeah. yeah. It's soups, and you can see all the vines around him, so he's under Ivy's yep. spell. But the mm-hmm. thing I love about him is that the entire time his eyes are red. His face is, like, so, like is all covered, all Godfather-like, and you see red eyes. And it's just the scariest thing if you think about, like, a mad Superman who's going to kill you. And they keep yeah. making the joke when they're trying he to— He is going so they to run. kill you. He tries to use the laser vision, and Batman grabs Catwoman, and they dive into the water. They go to the— the, um, He's got the boots with the LexCorp. They go to the LexCorp. Uh, uh, it's like a reactor. Or yeah. No, it, it's like um, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Sewers. Oh. But they're lead lined. Yeah. So he can't see through them. Uh, and uh, they keep making the joke, you know, he's faster than a, well, you know. Yeah. Uh, how yeah. are we supposed to outrun him? And he said, I don't want to outrun him. And all of a sudden, Batman stops running. Very specifically, at this point, stops running. In this sewer that's lead line and has all these, like, electronic things flying around. And he's like, I want to be right here. 
Mm-hmm. So uh, he says, "You need to go." Uh, he he's, tells, like, he's like, "You need to go." He's like, "You need to get one of the uh, one of the two, and one, one of the two. And she and says, like, "I'll get the girl." Yeah. And he goes, "You've done your homework. How did you know?" And she's like, "Well, I just know guys like him." My f- oh, and one of my other favorite lines is, "Hurry, he's the best at what he does." And he, she's like, "Well, I don't know about that." And I, he says, "He's the best at what he does." Not what I do. And he slips on the kryptonite ring. I loved that line. (laughs) I was like, yeah. And so So she kisses him again. Mm -hmm. And And she goes, he goes, why'd you do that? And she says, because later you might not be able to. And then we hear, boom. Superman comes in. Boom. She's like, that's my cue. And runs away. And then and this is a really so cool dynamic. You get to see Batman and Catwoman working together. We've seen Batman and Robin. We've seen yeah. Batman and other people working together. But now Batman and someone in his rogues gallery working with them. And they make a great team because they mm-hmm. can almost finish each other's sentences. Sandwiches. Sandwiches. Yes. <laughs> um, so he's got the ring on. He says something to, to, to Clark. He goes, you know where we are um, because he's supposed to be underneath Daily Planet. Daily Planet. And uh, he said, if you use your laser vision, uh, the gas line will blow and yeah. will blow the whole city block. And then he punches the shit out of Superman with a kryptonite ring. They have a Such great a fight panel. going on. Good panels, a splash panel. So it's yeah. like covering a two page and stuff like that. Um, and then I love it when line. they do that. Mm. Remember that gas line? I lied about it. And then he gets Superman to punch it. And then because he's all weak from the kryptonite ring. So he punches this uh, high voltage electrical circuit. Uh, and kind of goes through this hole out into the surface that Superman had made, uh, and that's where um, well, they Catwoman. F- yeah, well, they they get, Batman escapes the the tunnel, and then Superman comes flying after him, and then and a really another really dope thing because he's again this is one you only see his eyes and the red S. Yes. And so it's scary. Really cool. It's and the thing that's always funny is like in film you always hear critics like you can't make Superman scary or moody or sad, and I was like. Yeah, you want to bet? Read, read, read a couple of things. You'll see how scary he could actually be. Um, but you know, they fly out. They're on. You know, they're on street level now, and Superman's about to like go at Batman, and Batman's kind of like, "I'm I, all the tricks are off out of my sleeves at this point." And then at the top of Daily Planet, you have Catwoman holding La, Lois Lane, and that's what they meant earlier about get the girl. Yep. And Batman knows that Superman in the all in the all end of it all, like deep down inside, that he's still him, and he's holding back. And so if there's anything that's going to take him out of this mind control thing, it's Lois Lane. Yep. So he drops, you know, Catwoman Lois drops. elbows her in the stomach, oh, yeah. actually. Elbows Catwoman in the stomach and falls off this flagpole they're sitting on. And she drops. And of course. Superman always saves Lois Lane. Yep. And that's, he does. And, I lo- and, that, and that was the thing. It's like they work off the tropes specifically, like Fast and the Speeding Bullet, Superman saves Lois Lane. Yep. And I think those are cool things that if the comic book is self-aware, it can write itself in itself. Yeah. yeah. Like that. Um, well, like, it's intertextuality. Like that, it's like that line that you and I like. The, the, Deep down, he's a good guy. He's always, Deep down, he's I'm always not. That's the playing right off the tropes of themselves, yeah, yeah. but they use it well. They use it to its advantage. Read it. You'll love it. I promise you. Um, at the end of it all, um, Superman snaps out of it. They're like, cool, we have to find Poison Ivy. We don't know. We can't find her. And they bring in Crypto, the super dog, to Which find. I loved. Yeah, that was I, funny. It's, I've never been huge on Crypto. I always thought he was really oh, silly. Anything that's like, like a sidekick of Superman other than Kara... Kind of dumb. I yeah. always felt like, but this felt not as stupid. Oh no, no. it <laughs> felt really cool. Actually, to me, it felt cool because it it brought in like this is more of that universe that we wanted to see. Yeah, and without having to do a Superman story, it's like oh, you get to see a little bit of that. You and don't see Mister Missile Pitalik, but I you do see- like. There's one little panel afterwards. So so she, uh, Crypto finds her, and uh, you know they take her in, and there's a scene where Superman and Batman are talking, but down in the corner. Crypto's trying to like play with Catwoman and she's having none of it and it's that cat and dog trope which mm-hmm. I loved. It's great. Um, please feel free to jump in if you guys want to be part of the synopsis briefing but because um, yeah, we're just going for it. Batman and Superman are talking but like hey we don't know what's going on you know there's, there's something weird there's something weird going on different MOs are not matching up and people are getting manipulated and then it ends volume one and it goes straight into volume two and volume mm-hmm. two starts and oh by the way throughout this whole thing all oh. these big events it always, at the end of the event, cuts to this guy in, wrapped up in, in, a, a, in a brown trench coat, coat. Mm-hmm. who's watching the whole situation. Yes, Josh. The reason why I had a very good, uh, very confused face while you were ta- when you were talking about crypto, mm-hmm. the version that I read does not have that section in it. Oh. What? Really? I was like going, what the fuck are they talking about? That's how and they I, found I Ivy. Referred to, I referred to Your my, comicsology. My, my comicsology, and I was like, for I the listeners at home, because I don't remember this at all. Let me take a look at that. No way. How I'm does like, um how does Poison Ivy get caught? Yeah. 
Just a second. Please hold. Fascinating. Everyone. No, keep going, and I'll, I'm so like we'll right there. We'll find so. it. We'll, yeah. we'll put a. We'll put a. So anyway, a, we don't a, know who this thumbtack. trench coat guy is. Who's been? He looks. He's wrapped up like a mummy. He's wrapped literally up. wrapped up like a mummy. Yeah. Um, and so volume, we also forgot about the scene where Batman. Oh, is that is that in this one where he gets in his car and his tire gets shot out? Okay, never mind. Never mind. It's there. No, it's there. Okay. It's just like it's so tiny. Like they they That's barely right. even yeah. show it. Yeah. Um. His tire gets blown out, and it's a big deal because there's the Kevlar same. tires that filled can't with happen. Yeah. yeah, and it's the same thing with his his lines too. Like yeah, they're like, they're really strong, taut lines, and no blade, no real blade can cut them. Yeah, which when it reveals itself at the very end, we'll kind of talk about spoilers. I don't mm-hmm. care. Um, but the same tire that got shot though is the tire that Jason Todd tried to steal when he was trying to like steal tires yeah. off the Batmobile. So this is someone who knows. First, we got Crime Alley. Then we've got Superman and Metropolis. Then we got the tire that Jason. Someone Todd that was knows to. how to target Batman and parts of Batman's past. Yeah. Yeah. So volume two opens up and the opera. it's it's bat it's Bruce and Selena. And the cool thing is that Bruce knows Selena's Catwoman, but Cat, uh Selena doesn't know that Bruce Wayne is Batman. Yet. Mm-hmm. Um they're at the theater, they're watching a, a, a thing. Uh, and then out of nowhere, one of the Players, one of the people performing, turns into Harley, or you know, takes off their outfit, and it's Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn starts causing chaos, shooting it all up, mm-hmm. um, and you know, the gang starts fighting. And so you have bats and Selena. There's Kyle. also a really cool moment where Harley Quinn gets right in Bruce's face, and she goes, "You look familiar. You spend any time in Crime Alley?" Like she doesn't know, but yeah. she's asked. She's like, "You look familiar," and she's, I just love that little. It's little it's poking bit. a lot of like, "Oh my god, do people know?" I, I almost kind of felt like when I read it, it was like it was back to like. Batman Forever, where Val Kimmer's like, Harvey, I'm Batman! <laughs> and Nicole Kimmer's just like, what? Kind of so, makes me think that Batman, he's a superhero in Gotham City, but he only does it in Crime Alley. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just one alley. I think alley. that's what it is. He just, he just... <laughs> I think it's exactly what it is. They're uh, like, but it's over there. No, I must stick to Crime Alley. At a certain point, uh, <laughs> Harley Quinn and Catwoman are fighting. Uh, Catwoman gets shot. Catwoman... Yep. Gets yeah, gets, gets shot. Shot, shot. And instead of actually going after Harley, Batman decides to go save. Yeah. So Catwoman all of a sudden, well, the cool thing is Bruce disappears, and Ke- and Selena Kyle has that that line, men, and then all of a sudden Batman whew, swings in, and you hear a gunshot mm-hmm. out in the alleyway. By the way, we forgot to mention at this opera, who's with them? Thomas Elliot. Thomas Elliot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they run into the alleyway, and what do they find, Tom? They find a dead Thomas Elliot who got shot in the head. In the heart. Heart. Heart, head, same thing. But then you see on top Not of really. Tom- well, Harley <laughs> grabs his jade pendant mm-hmm. yeah. from Thomas Elliot. So Thomas Elliot, and that's like a secret or, or sacred like family heirloom. It was his mom's necklace. Mom's, mom's necklace. So he goes chasing after Harley into the alley, and that's yeah. Um, Batman knows oh. to go after them. Backtrack just a little bit about that Jade Pennant. We forgot to mention that one of the flashbacks in Volume 1 is that Thomas Elliot's parents were, were in a car, car crash. Accident. And, and Bruce tells Tom- him as a kid, my dad's a great doctor. You have nothing to worry about. Mm-hmm. And he can't save the dad, but he saves his mom. And Thomas goes apeshit on Bruce and like beats and the for, shit out of him. For the reason you think is because... He didn't say both. He parents. said you. He told you told me it'd be okay. You told me everything'd be all right. And he he like wallops the shit out of Bruce. Um, and and I never really learned how they reconnect after that. I think yeah. he says it's okay. Like Thomas Wayne says, like it's gonna be all right, son. You're just upset. Whatever. Um, so flashback forward. Now Thomas Elliot loses that pendant from his mom, uh, who who was the only one who survived the car crash. He's dead in he's the alley. Dead in the alley, and who's above him? Is Joker crouching Joker. with the smoking gun, laughing? Little bang. Yeah. Um, and so Batman now recollects all the things that's ever happened to him. He's like, "I'm done. I've this had it." This is probably my favorite scene of the whole thing because he recounts because um, uh, Robin said something to him that you're responsible for the Joker. Yeah. Uh, was that Jason that, that said Jason. that? Jason Todd, before he died, said, "You're you're responsible for what he's done because you haven't stopped him." Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he recounts. Crippling Barbara, um, Jason killing, Todd dying. Yeah, Jason Bar- Todd dying, and all that stuff. Gordon's the countless of lives that have been murdered every single time Joker's gotten out. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Batman loses it. He loses. He, his he's shit. at this point. I'm going to start speeding up because yeah. I know we're coming yeah. up on time. But uh, you know, he's he tries to start strangling Joker, and Joker's kind of like just laughing. He's like one of my I, favorite scenes too. because yeah. it's Batman losing his shit, and and Joker's laughing because he's kind of like. 
you know, like, that's, this is the big joke. It's all funny. Ha, ha, ha. Wonder what happened. And then he's about to kill him. He's, like, punching the crap out of Joker. And then all of a sudden a gunshot goes off near his cowl and, and takes off one of his ears. And he says, put your hands up. And you find behind him. Old Gordon. Good Jim, Jim Gordon. Jim good, Jordan. G- good guy, Gordon. Good guy, Gordon. <laughs> um, and he's like, I don't want you to happen like this. If you do this, you're no better than the rest of them. And th- that's the kind of the silver line that kind of always. And I'll have to take you in. Yeah, that always helps Batman, like, not do the deed because he doesn't want to become one of them. He always dances he on that be line. He has to be better than them. And so he stops um, later on, flash forwarding to seeing that uh, Catwoman. Again. Yeah, Hush yeah. guys at the end on top of the roof. Um, at a certain point, Batman starts to go back to the, the cave and try figuring these all, all these things out. And he's kind of like, what's going on? What's happening? No one's MO's matching up. Krillacroc never goes for money. Poison Ivy never goes for, like, manipulation. And Joker. Harley and that, Joker. That seems so normal. And then at the in that moment, what happens is there's all of a sudden a robbery that goes on. Riddler. And Riddler's going in and stealing stuff, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. And he gets him. He's like, why isn't the Riddler involved? Why, why is he not involved? Why isn't he affected by any of this? Why is he yeah. so normal? And and the Riddler, actually, in the sense, everyone kind of has this like really crazy, awesome, dope look. Riddler looks pretty tame in terms of artistic drawing. Yeah. Like, he's pretty normal looking. And it's kind of like, maybe Riddler's so dumb that he's not really involved, or is he? And he, he said his... his Note was lazy. Yeah. His riddle was really lazy and yeah. didn't really put it. He's like, he hasn't evolved. Everyone yeah. else is evolving. He hasn't evolved. Yeah. They, whoever's doing this overlooked mm. Edward. Yeah. Uh, at a certain point, uh, he starts looking over residues and stuff like that. Starts, you know, dissecting the crime scenes and stuff. Um, he gets to a point where there's going to be some kind of conflict. I'm kind of really Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Through it. I, I realize we are at 40 minutes. <laughs> yeah. uh, there's going to be a conflict uh, between the hooded, the, the, the bandage man and uh, uh, Tim Drake gets involved because at a certain point where Tim Drake and Batman start having a discussion about Catwoman and one day, one night, Batman brings Catwoman in to and the Batcave, which, Bat which is huge, you know, opening that circle of trust and reveals to her that he's Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Um, he tries in a really shitty way. He actually tests Catwoman to see what she does with this information, and then Robin, Tim Drake, and Bruce end up tracking, following her, and seeing where she's going to go with it. Yeah, um, they follow her to a point where Hush is nearby, or uh, Huntress ends up attacking Catwoman. But she's crazy too. She's crazy like too. Someone mm-hmm. got to her, and now Hush, who's the man in the bandages, um, is there. And uh, before this scene happens, kind of happening at the same time. Gordon is approached by the man with the trench coat. And we're kind of like, what's happening here? And then, you know, the guy with the trench coat takes his bandages off, and it's revealed to be Two-Face Harvey Dent, yep. who has been completely, you know, facially... He says Two-Face is dead. Two-Face is dead. Because his he got facial reconstructive surgery. And he's all bald, so you're like, oh, okay, cool. This entire time, as an audience, you're reading, and you're like, oh, like, this entire time... Two faces, just or Harvey Dent's just been watching, but you're kind of like, why has he been in the secret, all in the shadows, and all that stuff? And he ends up saying like, we're all being manipulated, we're all part of a game, and Batman is the one that's in trouble. Yeah, we need to help Batman. Cut to cut to this the bridge. This bridge where now another, this same Hush character is there, and he has taken now Robin hostage, and he removes his bandages, and then it's shown it's. Jason Todd. Yeah. In the red uh, domino, the red Robin outfit. Fucks with Bruce Wayne completely because he's like, you were dead. What's going on? What's happening? But then one big mistake that Jason, quote unquote, Jason Todd makes is he calls him Batman. Oh, Batman. He calls him Batman. Because Jason Todd would have called him Bruce. Bruce. And it turns out that it's Clayface. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm going to fast forward. He melts away. Yep. And so Batman's now trying to figure things out. Fast forward a little more. There's a second attack by this Hush character. Um, and we find out, this is kind of where he reveals everything. He goes, why do you think I shot your tire out for Jason? Why do you think I stopped you in crime alley? Why do you think we're on this bridge tonight of all nights? And that's where Bruce kind of figures out that it's Thomas, Thomas Elliot. This whole time, his best friend is this character who wants to kill him because what happened was that car crash, he cut the brakes because he wanted his parents' money yes. at a young age. And Bruce's dad prevented that. Um, so he blames Bruce because Bruce got his parents' money his whole life to spend however he wanted. Yeah. But he had to wait for his mom to die from cancer. Uh, and because he, he grabs him and he sees the pennant. Yes. And that's how he knows it's Thomas Elliot. Uh, and so Thomas Elliot is about to kill him, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then they're, they're, blowing, they're blowing up bridges or blowing up stuff and everything. Yeah. All of a sudden, two shots. Boom, boom. Right to Thomas Elliot's chest. He falls off a bridge. We turn around and it's Harvey Dent. Harvey Dent. 
What had happened is because of the facial reconstructive surgery, what Thomas Elliot didn't take into account was that the alter ego of Two-Face, the crazy What's part of him, would disappear. Hmm. And that Harvey Dent, the white knight of Gotham, would return. And he turns himself in. He gives Gordon the gun. He's like, I just wanted to save Batman and do my part. That was it. my role. Uh, do whatever you need to do. Gotham's safe. Um, and then there's this moment where... We think it's all cool, Yep. but at the very end, and we're just mm-hmm. going straight to the end at this point, so we get He to, confronts Riddler because he realizes... That all this has been done at some point, and the only person that didn't have any type of blame was the Riddler. And so, in all essence, that Riddler actually was having can- uh, had cancer, and through those treatments, Thomas Elliot um, was taking care of him, and that's where those dot- dots got connected. And they realized they both hate Batman. Batman. And yeah. Edward Nygma knows who Bruce Wayne is at this point. And so at this point, Batman is confronting the Riddler in a cell and saying, like, you know my identity. And then Riddler's like, yeah, what are you going to do about it? You know, it's kind of like you think he has the upper hand. But Batman, who's also a master of criminology and psychology, knows the psychosis that Riddler has to be smarter than everyone else in the room. And the line that he says, like, the riddle that everyone knows the answer to is worthless. So Mm -hmm. if everyone knows who Batman is... You have no power. No one, no one would care. Yeah. Yeah. So he's not. he knows he's not going to tell anyone because he has something no one else has, and that's what Edward Nigma can't let go of. Yes. And he goes, besides, if you tell anyone, I'll tell Raza, I'll go use the Lazarus pit, and he'll kill you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there's that. And so it's 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 the last bit of, is between Catwoman and Batman. So Because mm-hmm. Batman starts, like, freaking out, not wondering what's going on, how everyone's been manipulated, and he's wondering yeah. if they were manipulated. If this whole thing was, yeah. Yeah, to, to care about each other and love each other. And yeah. uh, Catwoman kind of just calls bullshit and is like, you know what, it is what it is, and if it brought us together, then you have to know what we feel is real. Yeah, because she freaks him out because she tells him to hush. Mm-hmm. And he's like, why'd you say that? And there's yeah. this beautiful panel where you can see Batman cracking. Uh, I mean, it's supposed to be metaphorical, but yeah. like the actual image of Batman is cracking because he's like, "How? What are you doing? How much are you involved? Do you know?" Like, starts so hurting her, and yeah. she basically walks away and says, "You got to figure your shit out, brah." Yeah. Brah. Uh, and just, that's where it ends. So we'll <laughs> give 15 minutes of review. <laughs> Thank you for sticking through all that. I think it was just an important story for people to know if they haven't. Yeah, haven't there's a lot of yet. really cool aspects of the story, and there's. There's little nuances. I mean, to read the whole thing, it's almost like 300 pages or something like that. And mm-hmm. it's, I think it's worth a read through. Absolutely. That mm-hmm. was a run through. And yes. even though that was 25 we, there, there, minutes there, of us. There are other characters that we didn't mention. There's other little yeah. plot points. And it's cool because. Really great writing that we didn't mention also. Yeah. yeah. And it's cool because, like, it, it is in a mystery where they give you the clues as you go. So you kind of start trying to figure it out as you're reading it. Yeah. So. When I read, went back and read it the second time, I was like, oh shit, it's all there. Yeah. It's all there from the beginning. There's some amazing panels. Mm-hmm. Just when I was kind of flipping through, um, one of my favorites is it's kind of a silhouette of Batman, and then there's kind of like um, Catwoman and kind of a, not, I don't want to say crucifix, but it is kind of like she's, mm-hmm. her hands are out and she's hanging out, but she is wrapped in poison ivy. Yeah. Uh, and ivy. It's, uh, I mean, but there's so many really cool Do you want to go around and do, do, you do favorite, favorite parts? parts? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Who wants to start it? We talked a lot, so you guys start. Yeah, please. I yeah. want to talk last, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I think uh, my favorite part had to have been um, just that line you guys were talking about, where like deep down, deep down, like, I'm not, and yeah. it's like uh, I just want to like explore this character so much more, mm-hmm. and it just I feel like it's just even that is just scratching the surface. Oh. Um, but as like an overall, like I loved any of this sort of dynamic like camera. "Quote unquote camera work, <laughs> the splash panels, the, are the splash big, panels, the big like panel. the, just the artwork was so good it's throughout beautiful. the entire thing. Oh my god! Yeah. yeah, I think it's my favorite like comic book visual style for Batman. Oh, I agree with that. It's pretty yeah. great. Yeah. I love how they brought back the blue and gray. Yeah, like they yeah. made blue and gray look cool. Yeah, it sounds like we're just gonna just go around the room and yeah, I'll have what he's having. <laughs> um, I yeah I. If I were to pick scenes, I would say I really love the Superman, uh, Batman fight. Mm-hmm. Um, I also love the opera scene and then going into um, basically Batman losing his shit. Um, I also really like the reveal of Harvey Dent later on when he's like, mm-hmm. Harvey, I mean, Two-Face to me is, I, I think, is a really interesting character. Oh, and I love him. And because I love the fact that he was a bad guy and then he gets, he facial reconstruction, then he becomes back to who he really is. Yeah. And I just think that that's really cool. Um, but the art, like, over overall, I mean, 
it's a beautiful book. I mean, the it's fantastic. I love at the end of each section. There's always kind of like that one panel that panel shows, yeah, that shows like what happened. Art, yeah. And it's those, just those would have been like the the single issues. Yeah. yeah. Before it was compiled into oh, so good. Trade. the There's one where so Superman so is just choking Batman. Yeah. And Batman's just like trying to hold him off. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's so good. Um, anyway, I think a, re- a great thing specifically with Two Face. I think the great thing about him is that we get to see him be a good guy and then become the villain. Mm-hmm. Like you, you get to see his yeah. descent into madness in real time. Like whereas Nightwing or all the Robins, their descent is saved by Batman. Like he's the only one. Like in some ways, like Batman's the only one that couldn't save. Like everyone else, you see them already. Like in their like, you see the Joker, you see Freeze, you see, and they do a little bit of the origin of the backtrack. You don't get to see it in real time where like. Freeze and, and Bruce Wayne were really cool friends, or Oswald Cobbold and them were, like, really good friends. They kind of do a little snippets of it, like we did with Thomas Elliot. It's like, you don't get to see Thomas Elliot become Hush. Okay, yeah, because Dent started out as Dent, a character. As a DA, he was, like, mm-hmm. the White Knight. He was the one that helped him save. And then when it when he gets his face, you know, marred, it's, like, it's a result of Batman not being able to save everyone. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. that's why I think, like, a lot of people kind of, like, love the Two-Face character. Um, favorite part? I mean, my favorite part is is the deep down I'm not. Yeah. Uh, line and, it, and it, I think it's great but actually like my favorite thing about the hush and anything that Jim Lee's touched really um, especially with Jeff Loeb and Jeff Loeb gotta give him credits too he did a lot of Marvel work and then mm-hmm. seeing that polish of like his years of experience coming to Batman later on like getting a chance to get those blue uh, texts of every single time you know what Batman is thinking Yeah, it's, it's something that you'll never ever get again it's like now I get to be part, I get to see what he's doing and see what he's thinking of, like, what he's doing and where, where it comes from. Yeah. And it's it, it's great. Like, you just see how his mind works. Um, and I really like, they don't do the whole origin story thing, but in the beginning of Hush, they show, like, how he, like, trained. Read, and he trained, stuff. he read, mm-hmm. he, like, became a, a master chemist, and he, like, bench presses, like, a thousand pounds, and it's like... This is dope. Like I would and love. It's to, all in one beautiful panel too. Yeah, and I would love to have seen that in some kind of film. Yeah. But. Oh, and I and I loved just as a as a extra thing, I loved where they're like, let's take the car. They're like, which one? And it zooms out, and it's like all the oh, all, yeah, all yeah, the different yeah, yeah. kinds. Yeah. I was like, I just stared at that for a while, like looking at every single <laughs> one of those Batmobiles. And I was like, oh my god, this is so great. Um, I I think I have two favorite. Fair part. So I, th- I mentioned the one already with the artwork in the alleyway where it's reminiscent of all the different famous um, other comics, but it's his own yeah. style. Mm-hmm. That really, like, I really, I went back and looked at that the most. Like, I did stare at it for, like, a half hour yeah. the first time I read through it. And I was like, this is so, like, surreal to see someone else put a twist but still know exactly what they're talking about. And there's this other line where I think um, Tim is talking to Selena about Jason Todd. And she was like, he was like, it's his biggest failure. You know, why do you think he has a shrine of him in the Batcave? And there was something about that that I really liked because I knew about it. I know about the the shrine there and I know what it meant. But the fact that the whole Bat family kind of acknowledges it and is just like, um, we should let him do that. It's a sore spot. Yeah, right. It's It's something that the whole family. Yeah, it's something that they don't even talk about it with him. Yeah. Because they know it's something like... Don't 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 strike the line when he's down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like it's not it's not just something that affects Batman. It affects the whole Bat family. And I thought, you know, now that Selene is kind of a part of it, they let him in on that, and now she knows that it's not a thing that he messes around with. Like he takes that failure as his greatest failure. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that little one little line to me really stuck with me. Like for days after I read it. So I think those are my my two favorites. Yeah, and I think if we if we have to get into qualms just for a little bit, mm. there's not gonna, it's not going to be a Someone's qualm. Someone's going to die. But, Someone's going to die. But hear me out on this. Like, where's your key? Where, where's I wanted your <laughs> all my keys. I wanted to. I loved Barbara in it as Oracle, as Oracle, and I loved all the references to it when it mattered, when it was pointing into the story. With her being the only survivor from the three that were kind of the three cases that were mentioned from from Joker's killings. I almost felt like I wanted her to be the one on the comms to stop him Ooh. from killing. Because I mean, feel like it means more. It, it would meant but, it would have meant more, but that but then like she wasn't super involved in the story to begin with, so maybe not. But well, they, also but they needed Gordon's Gordon wife too. Yeah, well, he's that's in, true. She's in, he's technically in the he's same position. He's technically a victim as well. 
Right? He's like so the he, biggest victim. Yeah, yeah, his wife and his daughter. Yeah, um, and he's powerless to do anything. And and he still stops. Batman. If we're going right. in the timeline of it, right? So like, if if Barbara is in the is as Oracle now at this point, yeah. then all of the killing joke has happened. Yeah. So, so Jim has gone through that roller coaster of torture to, of insanity. Mm-hmm. So like, and the thing is that he still has come out and True. again proved Batman's he's point of better. like we're like people cannot be broken. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like we're stronger than what you think we are. Yep. Yeah. And the thing is, like, Jim, who had all the reason in the world to break. And he's retired. He comes out of retirement yeah. to save Batman. All the or reason in the world to break, and we see Batman break. Or at least Jim not. Uh, here's another idea. Cut to her in the tower, obviously hearing everything that's happening. Mm. And then maybe mm, showing cool. her, maybe just show her kind of tier. broken. Or, or like, like like she has to like stay away, get away yeah. from the panel or whatever. Kind of like like she can't handle the situation. Yeah, that would have been cool. I do like the line that he says in his head, where she, he's like, she she'll never know how important she is, or because I'm a big exact wording. I'm a big Barbara fan. Yeah. Oh yeah. So like, I just wanted more of her in the story, but um, yeah. I think my only qualm, and it's not even a qualm, it's more of maybe <laughs> just my misunderstanding of it. Two people are going to die tonight. Everyone. I know, Tom is, and and you you confirm this for me. You never, again, I'm one of those people, show me the body. Oh, at the end with uh, Thomas Elliott? Yeah. yeah. He's not dead. I it's know, open. but like, I wanted to make sure it was him. Oh, because you, you think about it. And that's you cool. want to make sure that it was you Thomas Elliott behind everything. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't know if it's Clayface again, or if you don't yeah. know, it's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because then they say also in that line, it goes, check his grave, you'll find nothing. Well, but isn't there a storyline later on that they debunk that it was Clayface in the graveyard and it was actually Robin that he was fighting? So, yeah, there was a, there, yeah, there's a part later on where it shows, yeah, where it, at first it is Jason Todd. And then later on, Jason Todd and Clayface switch. Oh. And then. The last one. I don't so remember your, that. your qualm, I'm putting it in air quotes. Well, I'm talking about Thomas Elliott at a, the end. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's not. No, what I'm saying is like it's um, it, it's because there's other storylines that yeah. kind of like tie ends and stuff that like tie that. that tie into Hush in the end where it's like that oh, I haven't seen yet. Got it. He's, okay. Like I've started reading those because I was so interested. Oh, in the, I just started going. Well, now okay, I got to read those. Yeah. And it's like. He gotcha. comes up a lot, and it's like Hush returns, and there's a dope, lot dope, of them dope. actually. Anyway. And like, right. yeah. And, so then, com- and the thing I just got to read more. The thing that's sad is that all the things that we're reading are completely not part of the yep. continuity. But they're good well, stories. Yeah. But they're great stories. And the thing is about it, it's like fucking Star Wars. Just leave that shit alone. Like DC was like, oh, it's not part of it, so you can't use it. It's like we it's still love it. We it. could still have it. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, ah. Oh. And, and the thing is like. That didn't stop Snyder from taking from Dark Knight Returns. Yep. Right. And it won't stop me when I make my goddamn Batman movie to take from Hush. <laughs> yeah. It's going to happen. It'd be the best it thing will. ever. Um, so ratings. We have to do I would the watch ratings. that. This uh, is our first comic book rating. Five stars. One out of five. Five It'd stars. Be five. I think I'm with Josh. There's nothing I would change about it. Five. There's nothing I because it 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 fueled all of my ooh. yeah like you like there wasn't anything like yeah I can see things where you're like ooh I'd, I'd like to see more of or that more yeah, but I wouldn't yeah. change anything right. I literally said out loud oh shit a thousand times <laughs> and my wife was like what and I was like nothing just reading well I have oh, this shit I have this problem when th- that I uh, am sometimes an in, am an insomniac and so I'll be reading at two in the morning and like I can't I can't like react I have like. Bonnie's asleep and I'm reading and I'm like, <gasps> yeah, just really <laughs> quietly, just grab Luna and be like, Luna, look at this. Oh and look the, at thing, shit. the thing that I love, oh, and this kind of circles back to my point in the beginning, was like a lot of those oh shit moments was because like it's from stuff that I, not information that I got from the comic, but information that I had gotten before yeah, that from exactly. other comics and like other continuities, other stories that worked. And I immediately knew what was going on. I was like, oh it's shit. It's one of those f- comics that, and it doesn't come along very often. Where if you've never read a Batman comic, you'll love it. If you have read Batman comics before, you'll fucking love it. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's one of those things that the more you know, the richer the experience, but it is a complete story within itself. Yeah, exactly. That's what I like about it. It's complete. Yeah. You you don't necessarily have to know all the... Batman will take you through yeah. with his yeah. narration. Yeah. There you go. And the cool, thing, man. The thing about it, it's only 12 issues. So, yeah. like, uh, if there is a Very quote, tight. Quote, yeah, it's 12 issues. So, I mean, it lasted a whole year, and it was, like, number one in, like, top 300 for a while. Um, I give it a four, five. I was going to say. <laughs> I was about to After say. threatening to kill us all. <laughs> no, I mean, there's one thing. Yeah, I just wish it was longer. But the thing is, they had to condense it down yeah. and give enough room to, for other yeah. like, works and publications to take place. So I would love if you guys message us about your favorite Hush moments, if you've read it. If not, when Please. you do read it. 
let us know. Yeah, you should read absolutely know. read this book. It is fantastic. It's so good. It's just good storytelling. It's it's insight Beautiful into the characters, art. insight into potentials and things that you love. Josh, where can they message us to let us know their favorite parts? Well, you can find all of our information um, to contact us on nerdonthepodcast.com. All of our social medias. Twitters and Instagrams. It's yeah. all there. Patreon all, now. Yeah, Patreon. Patreon. You can um, support us doing this thing we love. If you didn't guess, if you're new to the show and you're listening through, you're going, wow, these guys are really getting their nerd on. Mm-hmm. It's because we love doing this and we get to do it more and more because of people like you. Yep. Listening. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so then all spanks. of our patrons. Thank you. Subscribe. Yeah. Subscribe. Review. Subscribe. We appreciate Subscribe, it. as our friends Film at uh, Film Forecast uh, taught us. Shout out yeah. to them. But yes, I the thank you part of our show is, is hard for me because I just want to keep thanking, but yeah. we gotta move on. Yep. But yeah. thank you so much. As always, it. nerd on. Ending broadcast.